You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. This episode of Locked On Razorbacks is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than your place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. So... We hit the middle of the week here, and I know that Arkansas and LSU coming up this weekend is on the minds of many, but I also wanted to throw into the mix that last night, the Razorback basketball team uh, had a chance to open up their season against Mercer at Bud Walton Arena. Now, I made the trip up to Bud Walton Arena, and uh, because I was like, you know, I'm not going to be able to go to every game, uh, especially the midweek non-conference games, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get there for the big ones at least. And uh, being able to go there in person, I first off, I can't tell you how much I love that. Like, I love that. I love Bud Walton Arena. I have said many times that uh, if you give me a packed Razorback Stadium, a packed Bud Walton, or a packed Bomb Walker, I'm taking a packed Bud Walton each and every day. Like, the atmosphere and the energy is just unmatched. So, we missed out on that last year. We didn't get a chance to see how Bud Walton Arena can get especially when Arkansas was a top 10 team at times, uh, how the atmosphere would have changed things. We didn't really get that. So now we open up this season and we finally get a chance, finally get a chance to see exactly what this is all about and how many people are going to be a part of the game as far as interest and energy. And there was no doubt, no question, it was electric. Even though it wasn't 20,000 people there, I didn't see the exact... uh, attendance number at the end, but uh, my guess was probably around 14, 15,000 people. Um, the student section was there full. Like it was all, uh, it was all uh, just people were going wild. So it was great. It was absolutely great. And I love the fact that you the fans were there and they were showing the amount of energy that they carried over from last year into this year. Uh, it was really great to see that because we missed out so much on it last year. Uh, but the game itself, Arkansas wins 74-61. They get a 13-point victory, and it was pretty messy at times. Um, it, it, this is kind of the thing that I was fearful of when seeing Arkansas in the exhibition games and kind of knowing that it's going to take a bit for te- this team to gel. Because, you know, last year when you had uh, that, when that team made the run, you had almost like the right balance of guys where it was like, you had some true freshmen that were going to, at least in the beginning, contribute some. You know, you had Devo Davis kind of contributed some. K.K. Robinson contributed some. Uh, Jalen Williams contributed some. But we knew Moses Moody was the best player on the team, so uh, he got his run too. So you had a great one-and-done NBA star like him. And then you had some guys like uh, Justin Smith who transferred in and uh, obviously was a huge, huge part of the team and – really made the difference in a lot of the different plays that they made. So you had like a transfer there. You had Vance Jackson, that transfer that would come in sometimes, but not overly. Uh, Connor Vanover, of course, was a, was a holdover from the previous year. But you had kind of a, a, a bag of guys that, you know, were so kind of new, but also uh, could fit very well with who they were dealing with that it worked out. But this year, it's going to be a little bit different, maybe take a little bit longer 
strictly due to the fact that you have players like J.D. Note, Devo Davis, and Jalen Williams, players from last year's team that contributed a lot down the stretch especially that you know kind of knew their role and want to improve upon their role. And then after that, and I'm talking about guys that are actually playing in this game uh, and as far as this season goes. And, okay, let me throw in K.K. Robinson in there, too. K.K. didn't play last year because of injury, so now he's trying to get back into the rotation, get back to the swing of things, into the mix of things to, to do really well there. So you got kind of a newness there. Then you throw in uh, Aldis Tony and Stanley Amude, Chris Likes. Those three guys played significant minutes in this game. And they are brand new, fresh, senior-laden transfers. Like, you're you're going to have a more, I think you're going to have a more difficult time to get this team to gel. Not saying they won't, not saying that they won't be good or anything like that. No misconstrued. I just think that they're still trying to figure out some things. You know, who's doing what, how they're doing it. Um, they got plenty of talent. I don't think that's even a problem. That's not even a question. But... They got to figure out rotations. They got to figure out the trust. They got to figure out who's going to get what, who's going to take the buckets and, and when they need it the most. And these are just the small things that they got to figure out at this point in time. But last night, I think the most disappointing thing was the three-point defense for Arkansas. Arkansas gave up 13 threes. 13 of 31 is what Mercer shot. So if you're doing the math at home, that's 39 of the 61 points scored by Mercer were from three-point land. Uh, that's where they were just hitting them. And not just one player either. I mean, Glisson hit four. Hase hit two. Walker hit two. Johnson hit three. Robertson hit two. So it wasn't even just like one player. They were just hitting from from all over the place. So that has to get shored up, uh, which I know that sometimes you're going to go up against teams that are just going to be hitting threes. Like they just get hot. It's going to happen this year. Arkansas is going to be one of those teams. And Arkansas is also going to face one of those teams. Uh, but they got to close out a lot better than what uh, they were seeing last night. Also, the assist-to-turnover ratio, to me, is alarming. Not alarming in the way of like, okay, well, let's start freaking out, but just alarming in the way of you can't have games like this. Arkansas had 13 assists to 15 turnovers last night. Yeah, that ain't going to cut it. That ain't going to get it done, especially Arkansas, who was a team last year, was, was one of the best teams in the country when it came to assist-to-turnover ratio. So I don't, I don't see – how that can't be fixed. I mean, it's something that you just got to work on and get better on and improve when it comes to gelling and all that. But those were the types of things I'm just like, eh, I don't like them. I don't like how they've been going. I don't know how they looked in that first game. And these are some of the stuff, at least we know where they stand and where they're going to have to work on. But shout out to J.D. Note. Without him, Arkansas does not win this game. Uh, he gets 30 points in this game. Now, he shoots 26 times. Uh, he goes 11 of 26 from the field, 5 of 14 from three. Um, and he also had seven steals, mind you. So it wasn't even just like he was just gunning and shooting. Like he had seven steals. So he, he had a phenomenal game, and that's what you would ask out of him. Uh, but the other guy, of course, Adi's Tony, 18 and 11 out of him. He has 18 points, 11 rebounds, uh, five of those being offensive rebounds as well, and only one turnover with two assists. No fouls. That was the other thing I was impressed by, no fouls. But he was extremely efficient. Uh, he played 37 minutes, went seven of nine from the field. Four six from the free throw line. I really like his game. I'm hoping that he can kind of be the Justin Smith of the group uh, to try to put that all those pieces together. Like I really liked what we saw from him, and I think he could be uh, fine in that role as well. And of course, the other player that had a good game, Chris Likes, comes off the bench, plays 26 minutes, but does get 16 points. Um, 
you know, the thing is about him is that, you know, he had two rebounds, which is funny. It's considering how small he is, but two rebounds, he had one assist and one turnover and only one foul. And that's, that's fine. Like I said, I'm not hating on him for anything like that, but it's just, man, you, you like him to get more involved in the offense and passing the dude's so quick. Like he can put people on a, uh, on us on roller skates at a times. It's probably going to happen a lot this year, but uh, he'll get better with the time, but he's, he was efficient as well. And, you know, took really good shots. I think that Musselman said in the press conference afterward, they need better shot selection, but he looked really good as well. And Jalen Williams is finally the, the final player I want to talk about because uh, I guess, well, second to last player I want to talk about because Jalen Williams played 30 minutes coming off the bench. He can tell he's nursing an injury. Like he's not doing as well as you would hope. He's not a hundred percent, but he comes in and only scores four points. And everyone's like, okay, whatever. And he had four turnovers. Yeah, that's bad. But the guy had eight rebounds and five assists, two blocks. Like, if you can't score, if you can't do that, you might as well start contributing in different ways. And that's what he did. Five rebounds, or excuse me, eight rebounds and five assists. And even Musselman said after the game, he's like, he's our best distributor, but, you know, he can't play point guard. So I uh, love having a big man that can pass because that's going to open up some guards to really slash to the lane and get some points because – you know, that's those backdoor cuts and whatnot are going to be pretty sexy this year. And finally, the player Devo Davis, I w- he had a bad game straight up. Devo Davis played 34 minutes in this game. Zero points out of him. He didn't shoot the ball, which was wild. <laughs> Zero points out of him. Five turnovers. Now, he did have three steals and four rebounds. Uh, but for Devo and Devo's, uh, you know, what people thought about what he could be this year, that's that's not a game you want to see out of him. So. Uh, but Arkansas won, and that's at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. They didn't look pretty doing it at times, but they were down by eight points at halftime. They stormed back and outscored Mercer 46 to 25 in the second half and got the victory. They're one and oh. They're on their way to 40 and oh, obviously. And so you just got to feel good about the position that you saw them in here in the beginning. Let's just be honest about it. College football fanatics, I'm here about prize picks. It's the daily fantasy made easy. I know I love this and I know you will love it too. We're running out of time on college football, so you're going to have to find a way to make some money on these types of things because let's be honest, if at Prize Picks, if you go onto their website or on their app today and you put down up to $100, you get a 100% instant deposit match using promo code Locked On. They are mixed sports entries. You can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry, so there's a lot of different various things you can do. And they can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So Prize Picks offers safe and fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Go check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Also, this podcast is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. There is no doubt that we all have been to McDonald's multiple times in our lives, and we always have good feelings that come up when we think about it, whether we were a kid going for happy meals, playing on the playground, or even as an adult when, you know, we decide to go and we need something, just a big, fat, large thing of fries because we, those fries are just incredible. Or sometimes maybe it's the late nights when you're uh, out on the town and you were really starving there at about one or two o'clock in the morning. McDonald's hits that spot perfectly. But no matter what it is, we can always count on McDonald's uh, to come in clutch for all of us. And I mean, listen, me and my friends, this is something we do. You know, there's other fast food restaurants that we could choose from, but McDonald's is always the spot to do. And whether it's a road trip or, you know, whether we're trying to go to get some work done, to turn it on the Wi-Fi, make that happen as well. No matter what, McDonald's is where you need to be. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and re- reconnect. 
And who knows, maybe you can have a little watch party there for Locked On Razorbacks. One day, one day it'll happen. So check out all your local McDonald's, proudly serving the community since 1965. I'm loving it. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, so Arkansas is going to be facing LSU in football this Saturday. And, you know, it's just, I, I, have, a, I have a feeling Arkansas is going to win. I'm hoping Arkansas will win. Arkansas is favored right now by two and a half points. So I'm hoping that all works out. I'm hoping that's the way it ends up being. But I started thinking about it in this game. And uh, the battle line rival, or not the battle line, the golden boot. The battle line is the other one. Uh, the Golden Boot, and you know, we'll talk more about that specifically probably on tomorrow's podcast. But one thing that I have always thought about with this rivalry is I miss it being on the day after Thanksgiving. Like, I miss it being the final game of the season. And I know that that's never going to come back. That's never going to happen again. Because for some reason, A&M and LSU have to play each other on the final week, and now Arkansas and Missouri have to play each other. I blame Jeff Long. I feel like this happened under his administration, and he didn't fight hard enough against it because uh, I feel like he the AD, like Hunter Juracek, I don't think would have stood for it. At least he shouldn't have if he did. Uh, but it, it just doesn't have the same luster that it once did when you knew that it was the final game of the season. Like It, it just seemed like that. All the things that you were trying to do as a as a program, like leading up into that regular season and finishing off the season against LSU, was just the chef's kiss of a college football year. We know that there was a lot of games that had a, a consequence to them. You know, the winner goes to the SEC championship game, wins the SEC West. There was a few games that was like that, like in or in 2010 when the winner goes to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, or even in 2011, where the winner probably goes to the national championship. Like, there's always been a consequence, or at least many times with this Arkansas-LSU game. And the fact that it's not on the, uh, or, or at least during the final part of the year, is, I don't know, it's just kind of disappointing, needless to say. So, now you have this situation where the game doesn't have as much consequence as it normally has. It's like a weird game. It doesn't, it's a game that doesn't happen very often um, where you have Arkansas on the up and up. Uh, your number 25 ranked Arkansas Razorbacks, by the way, from the college football playoff. Sitting at 6-3, and two-game winning streak, nice win against Mississippi State the previous weekend. Heading down to Baton Rouge against an LSU team that's 4-5. and five. And that their coach, Ed Orgeron, will not be returning next year. Like, it's weird. It's a weird vibe. And I think that that's also why I'm struggling so much to try to figure out whether or not I'm going to pick Arkansas to even win this game. Because it's like, I want it because Arkansas is a better team. Arkansas is better coached. Arkansas is a favorite. But LSU also is kind of weird, where... Of course, this game being at night in Death Valley is always something, but they only lost to Bama by six last weekend. You know, like, they beat Florida, and then they got killed by Kentucky. But then they barely lost to Auburn. 
But then they lost to UCLA at the beginning of the year. Like, it's just, they're hard to figure out. And you don't know, are they playing for their coach? Are they playing for Coach O? Or are they kind of just settling in and mailing it in and not caring? I don't know. This game has a weird vibe. And I wish that this game was at the end of the season. Because imagine if Arkansas was playing Missouri this weekend. We'd all, it'd be a dub. Plays Missouri this weekend, they win. And they go to Alabama and maybe say competitive. I don't think winning is a is a fair assessment, but they're competitive. And then the in the week in the year against LSU with a chance to win eight games and what's on the line for them. It just would be fun. I wish it could go back to that. I know it's not going to, but I certainly wish it would. I gotta tell you about Bill Bar, how it's the best tasting protein bar. Of all time, there are, you know, not like other protein bars because other protein bars are chalky, waxy. They're not very good. Um, they're made, they may be healthy, or at least they say they're healthy, but they're just not worth the taste. But luckily for you, Built Bar is a soft and covered with 100% real chocolate. So when you bite into it, you know that you're biting into something different. You swear it's a candy bar. That's how good it tastes. It's low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, but high in protein. So all the healthy benefits, and they have a bunch of different flavors to choose from. And even this month, they're coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check their website off and you will not want to miss out. So head to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Also brought to you by BetOnline.ag, back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines ever before. It remains your number one spot for basketball and football action this season, so head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So head over to BetOnline.ag where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, obviously, with all the good things going on with Razorback sports right now and all the and all the fun stuff as far as, you know, basketball starting up and football starting up and all of that. Uh, you know, I just want to remind everybody that, you know, the final part of this year, uh, as we get closer to the end of 2021, uh, you know, you're going to have to enjoy the, these final month and a half, roughly, not only for the holidays and for uh, the enjoyment that you get out of our Thanksgiving and then when Christmas comes up and, and all that fun stuff, but to just enjoy the fact that things are going really well for you as a program and to reflect on the fact that 2021 may have been one of the best sports years you've had. I'm not going to say ever, but up there. You had some great runs. You had some great teams. You had some great success. And it's not over yet. Razorback football can really do some great things here in the final stretch and get you to a point where you haven't been in quite some time. Same thing with basketball. They can start on a great run here and be able to put things together to where they end up uh, making another great tournament run and seeing how this team looks and all that. But my point is this, is just remember that towards the end of this year, just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the final few months. Enjoy the Razorback football season for what it is. They got three games in the regular season left. Who knows? Who knows how it's going to be played out? Who knows how good it's going to be or how disappointing it will be? 
but just enjoy the fact that we have football, enjoy the fact that we got some games to watch, and enjoy the fact that things were really good for Arkansas this college football season. Appreciate everybody listening in out of uh, the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. It's also good after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.